0: Hi there, and welcome to I Like It, Okay, a podcast with specific taste and even stronger opinions. I'm Dee Dee.
1: And I'm Ryan. And today we have yet another Ryan favorite episode. So, let's yep. um, start out with Jurassic Park. Uh, and then, you know, we discussed so that's my favorite film. Um, this film today we're discussing is Sweet Home Alabama, not the song. The 2002 movie starring Miss Reese Witherspoon.
0: Imagine an entire hour-long podcast about
1: the song. So I can kiss you anytime I want. Yeah, this one's still in the tit, so I can cart him about anywhere. Oh, go back to your double wide and fry something. (laughs) This is probably by far my favorite romance movie oh
0: yeah ryan it is i'll say it for you it is
1: i love it to death i think it's just the sweetest another one of my comfort movies Mm -hmm. i just love to watch i love to quote which um, trigger warning um, quotes i will be quoting a lot
0: and and just to warn you all he does it full accent full southern accent
1: And I can promise you one thing. The accents, they won't be good. They aren't good, but they're a hell of a ride. They certainly are. Um, And I mean, this movie, to give you a peek behind the curtain, this is one of the few things that, like, my dad and I share. We both love this movie.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. What Um,
0: does he get out of it?
1: I'm not sure. Um, Backstory for me, guys. Fraught relationship with my father. Um, But (laughs) we both love this movie, which... is going to take us into a little spot later on of how I ended up visiting a few things. Um, Oh, Lordy. The first thing that we have to talk about, the glaring, the glaring facet of this. Because without this, honestly, the script, probably not that great. No. The writing, eh. But, Mama, the casting... The casting is fabulous. The casting is second to none. Um... So first of course Miss Reese. Miss Reese. So our main character is Melanie Carmichael We later find out his name is Melanie Smooter.
0: I could not remember her name, and in my head, I was like, "Is it Melanie Puckett? Melanie
1: Mucus?"
0: At one point, my brain said, "Melanie Mucus." Well, I thought I just knew it was like a bad name.
1: I thought at first met her first name, and like, how can you forget felony Melanie? I say it all the time. Felony Melanie. Um, and fun fact about this casting: one of the other prospects was Miss Charlize Theron, which I love Charlize. I think she's very good would have been terrible in this film.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I can't picture her in this
1: role. No, not at all. She doesn't have the requisite sweetness and, like, innocence that Reese has. Yeah, Southern Belle. Um, and then we have a little love triangle, which I must say, of all love triangle media, least cringeworthy.
0: That's because I think they're mature adults. Most times when we get a love triangle, it's, it's a teen very young adult moment. Mm. I think as an adult, it it's not as contrived
1: i guess um so bachelor number one uh we have uh, mr josh lucas who's playing jake perry um as we know josh lucas pretty attractive young man in this movie
0: in this movie yes <laughs> he definitely hit a peak and
1: diminished quickly on um beautiful blue eyes yes yes um
0: the, Old dreamy eyes, as my dad would say.
1: The only other movie that he think that he think that I think he looks really good in would be Glory Road, which I don't know if you have ever seen.
0: I had to see it when I was little, yes. Yeah,
1: okay. And then batch number two is Mr. Andrew Hennings, who is played by the incomparable Patrick Dempsey. Who
0: definitely went on to have a much bigger career. Sorry to Josh.
1: Yeah, that's true, but it also has now also expired. Past the Expired. <laughs> Um, poor thing and then we have a, a quite an ensemble cast to me I only have two other favorites um, the first is Andrew's mother the mayor of New York New yeah. York City mm-hmm. um, who's played by Candace Bergen who um, you know A lot of you might not know the name. I know I don't, but the thing I know her most from is Miss Congeniality, where she plays the organizer for Miss America. Yeah, I was going to
0: say, I know she's in other
1: stuff. Yeah. Um, And then also Ethan Embry, who was in Queer as Folk when I was really young, um, I believe.
0: So I'm assuming he's gay in
1: real life. Oddly, no.
0: He just keeps getting typecast as a gay man. As a
1: closeted gay man. Yeah, And you know what? I might be misquoting Queer as Folk. But I know he's been gay somewhere else. That is, fair enough?
0: Okay. Fair enough.
1: And he plays Bobby Ray, who's one of my favorite side characters. Bobby Ray. Um, and again, the casting is really good. No one here is really bad. It's just these are the standouts. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Um, and so we'll move on to the production of this, which, as Dee Dee is one who wants to share, I do have a little bit of personal knowledge. Of
0: okay, that. so... One of my favorite things that I ever found out about Ryan um, is that when he was younger, he forced his dad to take him on a tour of the Sweet Home Alabama film locations. I love this story. I love picturing you as a young kid. (laughs) <laughs> Out with your dad going to the, one of the greatest rom-coms filming locations in,
1: of all places, Alabama. Okay, first I have to come for you because I did not force him to do anything. As I mentioned, he loves this movie.
0: I know, it's just so hard for me to
1: picture. Um, and so just a background on this, even though it's called Sweet Home Alabama... Except for one cutaway scene as she's driving in the uh, BMW after landing. Don't say it. It's all filmed in Georgia. (gasps) Why? Because one... Everything's filmed in Georgia. Not to come for your goat, Alabama, but there's not a lot to work with. And two, Georgia famously has really cheap filming.
0: Okay, I'm gobsmacked right now. I cannot believe they lied to me like this. Yeah,
1: um... But honestly whatever so i grew up moving my, on my dad was in the military and so i would spend my summers where he was stationed in fort gordon which is augusta georgia
0: okay
1: um so one of these summers we learned oh my gosh sweet home alabama was filmed here and there's a company that kind of like it's a self-guided tour so they, they give you all the information and you go and and find oh, it yourself okay. so like it's not like a tour guide sort of thing mm-hmm. um so all of the exteriors for the town of Pigeon, it's like Pigeon Valley, Alabama, that's mm-hmm. not a real town. Gotcha. Um, it was all filmed in a town called Crawfordsville, Okay. Um, Georgia, and we went there. Uh, one of the fun facts is that there's actually not a water tower in the town, but it's a famous water tower scene, so yeah. the production crew built a water tower in that town, and it's still there.
0: It's still there, wow. And they do
1: actually have a catfish festival. Um, I have okay. been to the bar, which is a half-bar, half-barbecue joint, where she has her famous drunk meltdown that we'll talk oh, about. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, and then also, the beautiful Carmichael Mansion is in Rome, Georgia. Okay. Outside of Atlanta. Gotcha. Uh, it's on a college campus, and it's a museum. Oh,
0: interesting. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, so... Fun facts about me. I love this movie. I've seen it in real life. I have pictures there. They will not be shared. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So another fun fact I think are just interesting is that this was the first movie that was filmed in New York City following 9-11. Oh,
0: wow.
1: Yeah. um, They had to get like special like permits for it. Um, And then also one of our favorite scenes we'll talk about in a moment. Mm, Delicious. Takes place at Tiffany's in New York. And it is the first film that was filmed there since breakfast at Tiffany's in the sixties.
0: Damn. Yeah. I mean, well-deserved. What though. a scene. Yeah. They did it
1: justice. Future husband. Take notes. Amen. Um, all right. So that's really all on the production beyond that. It was pretty boring. production.
0: Honestly, I think we could just skip right into the Tiffany's proposal scene. I mean, it's a little bit out of order in terms of the movie, but like,
1: while we're Since on, you brought it up. Yeah. yeah. So, um, really beyond the cold open where the story starts is melanie is a up-and-coming fashion designer which um,
0: honestly the fashion that she creates in this film is very telling of the era that it yeah it's very it's, it's bad it's atrocious
1: as they say neon aubergine um yeah god and it opens up on her basically doing her first show in nyc um after that show she gets taken um, by her boyfriend's limo. So her mm. boyfriend is the son of the mayor of New York mm-hmm. and is also rather politically inclined, but he does not seem to be holding office. Presumption being yeah. he's too young yet. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but rich.
0: Yeah.
1: Above all rich. Above all rich. <laughs> um, so they go in, um, basically she goes taken into this like shady back alley in the back of a building mm-hmm. and is taken somewhere and basically the driver's like, oh, like, He'll meet you in there in a few moments, and she walks in, mm, um, and Patrick Dempsey's there, and she's like, oh, hey, like, good to see you, and then they walk out, and where are they but the main sales floor of Tiffany & Company in New York City? Um, all the lights <gasps> come on, and we, um, basically, Patrick Dempsey proposes marriage. She says,
0: "Proposes marriage."
1: yes, um, and then all the sales associates, all the little counters take out their little, like, felt... Um, trying on mats and she's able to basically pick out whatever ring she wishes at Tiffany's. I love that. What a concept.
0: I love that. I mean sure some people might argue that it's not as romantic as him surprising you. Get fucked. Men have terrible <laughs> taste. I, I, would, I, I would like to pick out my ring. Thank you.
1: Fun fact I've already picked out my engagement ring. I've not yet picked out my man but it is from Tiffany's.
0: <laughs> Bestie if you're listening to this he has the ring plan. Just come through. It's a
1: Lucinda band in five millimeters in platinum. Just keep it in mind. Wow. hmm Wow. Yep, yep,
0: yep. So I mean you have the ring and you obviously have the uh style of proposal.
1: Oh, he's going to take me to Tiffany's. But I mean I if he, would, if he like wants to, be, to. Yeah,
0: I would like to be taken.
1: <laughs> um He
0: can take me and I'll I'll pick it up
1: for him. Honestly, I don't recall ever like getting a good glimpse of the ring. Like it's never really shown. Yeah. It's only like people reacting to it. Like everyone's like, oh my god. Or um, Andrew's mom mentions that she has an ice skating rink on her finger. You know
0: what? I'm going to pause and I'm going to
1: look it up. Okay, and we are back. What did you find, Katie?
0: So I, I looked it up and honestly, like, it could be a lot worse for being an early 2000 film. I was hoping for a little bit more gag. Um, but it's, I mean, it's pretty standard. It's, it's a big diamond. It's a cushion cut. You know, can't go wrong. Classic. I would say my only gripe is that it's a very thick band. It is thick. Which I don't
1: know. At least she won't break it. That's true. And I do have to correct a small misstatement. It will appear that Tiffany and Company has rebranded this. Yeah. So he, future he, husband, he, it's no longer called Lucida. It is called the wedding band, the classic wedding band in six millimeters platinum.
0: Yeah, he used our break to create his narrative even further.
1: So take notes if I have any suitors out there. <clears throat> Alrighty. anyway with that being said let's go ahead and go back and just cover the cold open really quick because this is iconic
0: (laughs) this is a line that is said in our apartment often not necessarily by me i'm gonna say it it's said often by mr ryan right here
1: Mm -hmm. um also so basically it's a flashback to when melanie and jake were children and
0: who is she played by
1: (laughs) none other than miss dakota fanning
0: Miss Dakota Fanning and Jake's paid
1: by a nameless young yeah, actor. Yeah, that
0: important. Um, but obviously one of Dakota's biggest roles.
1: <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Poor thing.
0: I mean, she went from this to what Jane and Twilight. Um, Who cares? The Runaways. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm redacting my statement.
1: Okay. She was an
0: important stuff. I suppose.
1: Well, anyway, opens up. They're on the beach and presumably like gulf shores alabama yeah which oh, that's
0: so sad
1: yeah um and there's a lightning storm a thunder i think they call them thunderstorms i'm not sure i'm not a meteorologist <laughs> um wow ryan and they walk out on the beach uh and basically we find that young jake has just asked young melanie um if they want to get if she wants to marry him um, and she has a great line where she says, I have too much to live for. I can't get married to you. <laughs> Pop off, queen. Um, and then she utters just iconic, iconic quote, which is, what you want to marry me for anyhow? And he says, so can kiss you time I want. <laughs> and then they go in for a kiss and lightning strikes them.
0: Yeah, they get literally electrocuted. 30 seconds after so congrats to
1: them hope it worked out for them which is kind of a foreshadowing of like their relationship is very tempestuous
0: oh wow um
1: okay so basically what this proposal at Tiffany's, uh she's kind of acting shady like um andrew's like let's tell people and she's like let's not and like it's not really said why so
0: especially because like she obviously lives her life in the spotlight as a fashion designer so like um hello red flag
1: and also he's a politician
0: yeah
1: well a political figure
0: yeah
1: Uh, it's not clear what he is he's
0: definitely riding on mommy's coattails he's
1: definitely the mayor's son we know that for sure (laughs) um and then so basically comes to find out she's still married um, like At, I said, we're not going to uh, do a synopsis, but, like, I think it's just necessary for setting yeah. up. This Best, is our next favorite scene.
0: Bestie's still married, guys. Okay.
1: At least my favorite. One of my favorites.
0: Why are they calling her Felony Melanie when they could be calling her Messy Bestie?
1: I don't think Bestie had been invented yet. Uh, <laughs> it's,
0: like, my favorite word.
1: So, yeah, I know. Messy I know. Bestie,
0: that's her new name. Okay. You know what? I'm sticking to that Messy Bestie.
1: I like Felony Melanie. It just rolls. Anyway, um, so... She goes down there, and she is, as true to what Didi would say, messy. So she goes down back home, doesn't tell anyone she's there, and then just shows up at her old little, you know, nest where Jake <laughs> is. Um, shut up, Didi. And, uh, so...
0: And... Might I say the second she rolls into town, that accent is back.
1: It's back, and it is in full effect. It was, like,
0: fermenting in the back of her throat for all those years, and it's back strong.
1: And, like, it's interesting, because, I mean, Reese Witherspoon was raised in Tennessee, so, like, she should, by all rights, have a certain accent, but, like, it doesn't come across quite right.
0: (laughs) No, you can tell that it's definitely, like, exaggerated in the film.
1: Yeah. Um, so... She shows up at his house. He walks out and he's like, I I guess, too far. Away. This is air quotes, guys. Too far away to see her. Because he like starts hitting on her, essentially. He's like, you know, how can I help you? Yeah. And she says, again, one of my favorite lines. Well, for starters, we get your sorry ass down here and give me a divorce.
0: Iconic line. But going back to that, I think they're trying to prove that she just changed too much. But by doing what? cutting her hair and dressing poorly.
1: And at this point, they're still holding on to the seed that she has a Yankee accent.
0: Oh, hell. <laughs> so. Yeah, honestly, girl.
1: And to be fair, her accent does get progressively thicker as the movie goes on. That's true. Um, which is, you know, her rediscovering her roots or whatever the hell they want to say. Um mm-hmm. And then, you know, basically, he's dumbfounded that she showed back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, she is just ripping into him. She's like, honey, I'm so much better now. Like, new life, everything. Honestly, I love
0: this monologue. Where she says,
1: when they run out of soap at the Piggly Wiggly while I was gone. I
0: love it. Honest. Like, messy bestie, do it. Pop off.
1: Um... And then, you know, she's, like, complaining about how every time he sent them Because basically, she wanted a divorce for a while, and he's never signed the papers. Yeah. Which, honey, fact check, um, I've been through... Not personally, but I know many people who... <laughs> yeah, I was
0: like, damn. I a know. contested
1: divorce, both parties do not have to sign papers. It just takes, like, two years. Um But anyway... Uh, I mean, she can even get divorced in absentia, like, where the other person's not even, like, there. Wow. Um, but <laughs> She obviously didn't do her research. It's brought up later, oddly, when she's talking to the lawyer. Oh. But then she says, two years? I don't have ten weeks. So. Girl. um Or I only have two days or something like that. And they get into this fight, you know, and basically she's like, I'm so much better than you. Mm-hmm. I make so much money now. I'm so fucking rich. And like, look at you covered in oil. Because like, trash hole. For whatever reason, he looked like he was holding. Honestly, it looked like a turbo, like a you know like a turbocharger for yeah. a car. I'm not sure why he walked out of the house with it. I'm not sure what he was doing with it, and why his face is covered in oil. It's not very clear. Okay. Um, so obviously,
0: somebody who didn't know about cars like set the scene.
1: Okay, I will say. I don't think you know about cars to know that you don't take pieces off the car and then go work on them inside your house. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, but like
1: the oil stuff, I don't know. Especially so when the car is not me. to be seen.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But anyway, that's not a here nor there. Um. And they get into a fight, and basically, he's like, "I'm just gonna go hide in my house now." Um. And then he has one of my favorite lines, which Hashtag is
0: like, running away from your problems. Truly, like, what a vibe.
1: One of my favorite lines, which is. Um, that she is turned into an hoity-toity Yankee bitch, and he would like nothing better than to piss her off. I love that. And he slams the door, goes and grabs a beer, and then what happens? She apparently hid the hide key before she left, and he's never found it. And so he, un- she unlocks the door, and she's sitting in his living room. Oh. Um, at which point he calls the police, um, and this is where we start learning that Melanie has a checkered past, honey.
0: Messy bestie.
1: Bellamy, moony. And so she's like, you know, that old bastard hates me. And the sheriff shows up, and it turns out the old bastard apparently has died because it's her high school friend who was yeah, the sheriff. Yeah, rest now. in peace, King. Um, and like at first, he's like, "Oh, you can't be here," and she's like, "No, he never signed the papers, so I'm still his wife. This is my goddamn house. This
0: is my goddamn house."
1: Um, and he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'm leaving now." Then and then.
0: Well, no. But then he insinuates he's like, "Did he hit you?" Oh yeah, which is like.
1: We take that shit pretty serious nowadays.
0: Nowadays. (laughs) Nowadays. Yeah. Like, it wasn't serious before, but, like, I guess I'll do something now.
1: Yeah. um,
0: Hashtag America, you guys.
1: And he's got, like, half his body out the door when Jake goes in for the kill and says, isn't there still a warrant for whoever destroyed your mom's tractor? Uh, Which apparently Melanie did in her childhood. Um, And so she lands herself in prison. In prison? Jail.
0: Yeah, it's, like, bumfuck jail.
1: Yeah, it's jail. Um, and that's kind of where it ends. She goes to her parents. Who cares? Uh, yeah,
0: not important.
1: And then um, the next time that we really see this engagement of this two is when she's like, okay, I'm going to basically hurt him the only way I know how to hurt a man, which is through money. So she goes to the bank because they still have a joint checking account, and she drains that thing and just, like, completely renovates his house. Which I could think of, like, worse things to do to somebody than renovating their yeah. house. I mean, it is um, his money. Please,
0: I'm not gonna lie. I'm a really bad person. You should come do the same to me. Um, but also...
1: With my bank account, she's not gonna get far, though. Yeah. She can buy <laughs> some posters. Please use your
0: own bank account for <laughs> these endeavors. But how how long was he gone that she had all this fucking time? Where was he? Well,
1: that's kind of the mystery that we have at this moment. Is Jake keeps disappearing for to- for like days or weeks? Uh, oh,
0: okay. At I a didn't time. know he was gone for that long. I thought he just like was gone for a few hours. And I said, "Bestie, like." We'll discuss with the why later, but
1: yeah, he's been disappearing a lot.
0: Okay, so he's been it was days long. Okay,
1: yeah, and also she mentions like, why do you have so much money?
0: Yeah, she does mention that.
1: Because apparently this bank account was stacked full. And she's like, are you doing something illegal, Jake?
0: Yeah,
1: that's right. Uh, and he's like, uh, no.
0: <laughs> so, um, no.
1: Uh, he, she almost gets him to sign the papers.
0: Yeah.
1: But they kind of have a tender moment. To be honest, kids, I forget exactly what it is. It's not important to the fucking plot. But they have a small tender moment. <laughs> and you can kind of tell that Jake's like, well... Maybe I'll salvage it. He's like, yeah, no. "I forgot I have me a hot date," so he goes Here to the bar. Here comes the
0: accents, ma'am.
1: Silence, please. Thank you. <laughs>
0: wow, acting, acting.
1: Um, and so they go to the bar. She shows up to the bar. Apparently, Jake's mom owns the bar. I love her character, though. Yeah, uh, she's very sweet. Um, she actually reminds me of someone in our lives. It's kind of like a fun. Yeah, I can see that. Um, And then she meets her friend. uh, I think her name is Mirna or something like that. And she has a baby in this bar. And she has this is one of my favorite lines, which is, yeah, this one's still a tit. So I can cart him about anywhere, Um, which bully for you.
0: Yeah, at this point, they're just very heavy handed trying to show the difference between Melanie and
1: her townsfolk. Right, and she was like, I design clothes now. I de- like,
0: do you know what clothes are?
1: Um, And then she... And then the girl asks her, like, if she's a Kohl's or something. Yeah, it's hilarious. I love that. She's like, okay. Oh, do I? you know Jacqueline Smith?
0: <laughs> oh, God, I love
1: it. Mm. Um, But then she finds <laughs> Jake and his nameless date who we never see yeah, again. Yeah, poor thing. Doesn't get very far. Um, and then, like, it's basically like a high school reunion, like which, if you're from a small town, you can confirm. It tracks. No offense, in a small town, but everyone from the same high school goes to the same bars, and they talk about high school the entire time, and it's kind of sad. Um, <laughs> and uh, Bobby Ray's there, who I love, Bobby Ray. We, we find out that he's gay, but closeted because he lives in a small town in Alabama. Yeah, fair. Fair enough. Um, and also, he's the only one there who's truly a Carmichael. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then um, these two idiots come in and they do the, the Melanie hot dog, the Melanie corn dog. Yep. Are you hungry? Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I love that scene. Um, so basically, you know, she's like, Things have changed. I'm not like that Melanie, no more. She's,
0: yeah, she's like not having it at all. Um, she uh, This is like one of the harder parts of the movie for me because she just thinks she's so much better than them. And honestly, I hate to side with the bumpkins, but like it's annoying.
1: It is annoying. But as someone who comes from a small town and like moved to the city, there is a a smugness that lays beneath. You're like, I got out anyway. that's side of the hero, there. Are people from my hometown. I'm sorry, I don't look down on you. I promise. <laughs> um, and so she ends up getting drunk, like really drunk, because uh, Stella, Sloppy. the bar owner, is just giving her carte blanche and like she can have whatever she wants. So she gets wasty pants. Um, she proceeds to basically out, excuse me, out the fact that. She had a miscarriage in high school.
0: Yeah, Messy Bestie, like really, <laughs> really came to town this night. She came to perform at this tiny little bar.
1: And then basically calls everyone at this bar pathetic. Um, and is like, you guys should be so embarrassed. Like, don't you know there's more to life than like, um, football and what and chitlins and <laughs> things like God, that. This is so hard. And then basically Bobby Ray tries to come to someone's defense and um they get you a little spat he says i'd be bitter too if Woman's weekly <laughs> called me less than mediocre which i love <laughs> if you don't know he's gay already
0: <laughs> snap is for bobby ray
1: um and then she says well, why don't you just go to a gay bar
0: i hate the scene it like hurts honestly like i cringe so hard
1: and mr ethan embry really turns in the performance because like yeah he doesn't say a word but like his face is doing a lot of heavy acting oh it just hurts to watch that scene it's fucked at which point jake like rips her out of the bar and is like stop acting like you're better than everyone and she's like i am better than i am um oh my god don't come for me i love it don't come for me thank you <laughs> Um, and then basically she gets, um, Jake is really good here. Like, this is like where you really see, like, this is actually a good person. Yeah. Like, they had their problems. Because basically she's like, I'm getting out of here. And then he's like, no, you're not drunk driving. Like, you know, if you want to kill yourself, go somewhere else. Um, and then basically drives her home. Uh, and again, just with her parents. Who the fuck cares? Um.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And
1: so now it's time to eat crow. Yep. And they go to the fucking Catfish Festival. And who's singing but Avril Lavigne?
0: Are you kidding?
1: No, I'm serious. I'm honest to God about it.
0: Why? I don't
1: know. She's the one that's sung here.
0: <laughs> I am sorry. I have to look this up.
1: I need a picture of Avril. Oh, no, she's not there. She's singing. It's, <laughs> it's an Avril Lavigne song.
0: I thought even she was performing at the Catfish Festival. I was like, no. this makes no sense. No, no,
1: no, no. It's just, it's like, it's playing a soundtrack. Oh, Which song? um like one we
0: know or like nothing important
1: no it's one that she wrote for the movie oh okay so not important i like it but anyway she goes and she meets the the one girl who had the baby at the bar yeah with the tit and the tit um and you know is basically like i'm so sorry for acting like that and she's like it's fine like i don't care mm-hmm. um i like her she's sweet she's very sweet um i really like her actually you know what Honestly, this entire cast, like all the bumpkins, even though they're kind of portrayed as bumpkins at the beginning, mm-hmm. they are all true to, honestly, a lot of bumpkins in real life are actually good people. They're just yeah. simple minded, basically. She
0: reminds me so much of my cousin's ex-wife. A hot take.
1: Yeah. I mean, she. I don't know. She She reminds me of a lot of people from my hometown. Yeah. She's yeah, very this much is like that. Indiana cousins, so. Oh, okay, then yeah, so it it tracks. tracks. It tracks. Yeah. Um, and then she, you know, basically they go. It becomes nighttime, and part of the catfish festival is like a dance, and they have like a local band playing. Um, and then uh, basically they're sitting at the bar, and Melanie's like, "Oh, this class looks so nice," and everyone like acts shady yeah. as fuck about it. They're like, "Oh yeah, like." Mm um she,
0: which is so stupid she's like who makes this glass i'd love to know i have never said that line in my entire life
1: i mean i i will say the martha stewart in me. Mean, i have gone to restaurants where i'm like i love the serveware here okay so that's for me apparently yeah I, i've never but you know i also love to go to like William sonoma and like look at the china sets and stuff like that
0: yeah
1: honey I'm gay people (laughs) I don't know if you do this but I'm gay (laughs) thank you um being gay is loving glassware I mean we love we're just put on the show type of girls and there's no better way to put on a show than having a kick-ass spread (laughs) um so after this they go to uh they start playing sweet home Alabama and so basically everyone starts dancing And all of a sudden, who's left out of the dancing but Melanie and Jake? And he's like, do you want to dance? And she said, do you want to talk? And he just like and walks away, Mm -hmm. which straight male energy. He's Mm -hmm. like, I'm not talking, sorry. Um, And then basically the party winds down. It comes to a scene that is so cheesy, but God, do I love it. It makes me cry almost every time. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how to share this with you, but I'm not a dog person. And yet here I am ready to cry over bear, this dog. Yeah. Um, so she goes to the dog cemetery and she finds bear, which is her old dog's grave.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and basically she starts crying and saying that she's sorry that she left. Um, and that bear had been the only thing to stick with her during her miscarriage and like, you know, obviously the hardest time in her life.
0: That is. uh... And
1: that when he needed her, she wasn't there man and like it really makes me cry every time and she just says a line and she's like and i'm sure you're sitting there wondering what you did wrong and it makes me cry every time like i literally almost start crying now. (laughs) um and then jake walks up behind her and he said i told him it was my fault
0: damn
1: um and they just have such a sweet conversation at the dog cemetery at the dog cemetery and she's like why did everything have to be so hard and he said, well, well, life wouldn't be worth living if it wasn't. Damn. And they can kind of tell he's like accepting the relationship is over because he's like no one finds their true love in high school. Um. Oh God, guys, I'm getting choked. Help. Anyway. <laughs> God, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I love this movie. Okay? Yeah,
0: if you guys couldn't tell, this is like one of his faves.
1: Um, and then they go to the Carmichael Foundation because uh, Bobby Ray is there yeah um he they he she apologizes and he's like it's okay like whatever i probably should have come out now anyway essentially oh. which folks it's not okay no but i've given way too easily on but i've forgiven people who've done that to me so as a gay person it's just across the bear unfortunately um but as she's leaving the mayor's assistant arrives to kind of vet her she he pretends that he works for the New York Post mm-hmm. um, but really he just works for the mayor and he wants to make sure that she's not lying which is a fortuitous circumstance because she is lying and she just happened to be there yeah. that one moment So
0: like five seconds of the film that she is in the correct location
1: yeah um, and they go through they have like a funny dialogue and basically this is kind of what heals her and Bali Ray's relationship because he lies for her and says oh yeah, yeah we're cousins mm-hmm um and then like they like are fine afterward like it's never really (laughs) yeah water under the bridge (laughs) honestly um and then next we go to one of my favorites which is the wedding planning montage so
0: i love a montage Mm -hmm. and i love wedding planning and i love weddings
1: modern movies don't use them enough like they've really gone Uh -uh. away
0: montages are the best no thoughts head empty just
1: vibes just music and pretty things on the screen i love
0: it
1: yeah like you can see how like they're bringing in all these caterers Mm -hmm. and like event planners and then the entire time melanie is trying to call jake to the point where jake rips the the, the phone line out of his house it's
0: kind of hot
1: it is it's very aggressive
0: i hate that i'm like into like this aggressive masculine toxic act but it's hot
1: it's hot and also it's because he's in so much pain Aww. I don't know. I hope I didn't show my hand, but I I am rooting for someone in this film.
0: We'll get to that.
1: Um, and then who shows up in town but Andrew? A little surprise visit. He shows up to the Carmichael plantation, runs into Jake, of course. I love this part. And Bobby Ray. And one of my favorite parts is... They knock on the door, Bobby Wright answers <laughs> and does the most obvious like look up and down on Patrick Dempsey Absolutely and has this like smitten little grin on his face of like, mmm, which same. Patrick Dempsey is a Patrick, dish. Yeah. For sure. Um, and they're both like, I'm her cousin, and I'm her other cousin. <laughs> um and there's this thing where they're walking up and Jake's like, well, you know, are you looking for Melanie? Um, and they're like, yeah, and he's like, "Aren't you in the wrong place?" Because um, he doesn't quite realize that Melanie has lied about everything, yeah. and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm here for Melanie Carmichael," and at the exact same time, Jake says, "Melanie Smoother," and they're like, "Oh," and Andrew's like, "Oh, that explains a lot." Like thinking they're two different people, yeah. And Jake's like, "It sure does," Ex- being like, "Oh, this bitch is fucking lying," yeah. um, and then basically, they're um, she's like. Jake's like, oh, I can take you to where she is. She's at the battlefield because this is the most disgusting part. Yeah, Her controversial. dad, oh, he's a Civil War reenactor for the Confederate Army. And he's diehard. He's diehard. It's gross. Part of the reason why we have not discussed... The parents. The parents. Though one of my favorite scenes is when... <laughs> the Miracles to the parents' house. And Melanie's like, this is going to be one of those disasters. not a big one where only cockroaches survive. (laughs) I love that. Anyway, so Jake is driving um, Andrew to the battlefield and kind of telling the story of this mysterious character, this felony Melanie, Mm -hmm. this Melanie Smooter, with Andrew not realizing that this is in fact his fiance um and she's like talking about like her past like it's not even like a crime it's shenanigans yeah um basically where she like tried to euthanize a cat and didn't go well um (laughs) as one does as one does um and then so they get to the battlefield and (laughs) reese sees jake and andrew walking up and she's like fuck yeah, the vibes are bad. <laughs> um, and she's like, What the hell is going on? Um, and then she kind of admits to Andrew, like, Oh, this is my ex this is my ex-husband. And um Andrew, who still thinks that it's his cousin, is like, Oh, Jesus Christ, Melanie, you murdered your cousin. I forgot about that line. <laughs> I love that. Uh. And like, so he's already upset, and then her dad shows up on a horse, jumps down and like offers to shake Andrew's hand, and is like Ray Smooter. Patrick turns and he says, "Melanie Smooter," and just <laughs> runs like walks away. Melanie Smooter, and he's like, "There's a Learjet in Mobile with my name on it, which big flex, like brag." Yeah, <laughs> I want a Learjet, shit. <laughs> um, and uh, then they go back to the mom's house. It doesn't fucking matter. They break it back. To, they get back together. They decided to have the wedding in Alabama whatever um while i just realized also we got the this story and the wedding planning montage flipped but that's okay because wedding planning montage happens now once they get back together yeah whatever it's fine it doesn't really fucking matter um so basically when melanie's f- flying down we think it's probably like the final like preparation for the wedding. She brings her two New York friends who is a a effeminate black designer Mm -hmm. and an Australian woman Mm -hmm. of unknown origin or occupation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they're friends. okay. Um, And in presumably the Mobile airport there's an ad for the same glass company that (gasps) she had this wonderful cup experience at so she's like oh i'm gonna go there and they go there and they see well they the two don't know but melanie sees jake's plane there which says mo fishing on it
0: mo fishing
1: and the guy goes do we know mo (laughs) which i love that line um and then uh they go into the glass door and they're like, she's looking at the, basically one of the things that they say and like where they met this original code open is that when lightning strikes sand, it makes this like, it almost looks like a tree with no leaves on it. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a base with glass tendrils. Okay. I looked it up. That does not happen. Wow. It does form glass when it gets struck, but it's like really ugly and not pretty at all. Damn. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so she's, they're in the store and Jake walks down and basically it's kind of subtly revealed like, oh, Jake is the proprietor of this little establishment, yeah. which is why all the family and like all the friends were acting shady as fuck when she asked about it. Um, and he's like, oh, like, you know, you should, you and your friends should get out like out on the patio. It's like really nice, whatever. And then he leaves. She goes back to town and she talks to the same friend that has the baby on the tip. Okay. And he's like she's like, did you know that Jake went to go get you in New York when you ran when he went away? And she and he she said, no, I had no idea. And he got one of these lenses. I might choke up again. Call me Puff Daddy. I'm crying. (laughs) Um, And so he's like, yeah, he said he's never seen anything like it. And he knew that he had to be something really special to get you back. And so he basically started this glass empire. Um, Sure. I mean... He seems to be doing very well. No,
0: not sure. Like, I doubt the empire. Just of all ways to win someone back.
1: Well, I think it's because the glass was specific to them and it was special to their history.
0: Yeah.
1: Dee Dee's not a mushy person, guys. I'm not. She's a sexual person.
0: Whoa. You are. You like all the smut. Oh, Okay. I got really scared for a second about my like classification there.
1: No, I mean like in it, the media that you consume, not personally. Yeah. She I doesn't mean, like cheese. But I love I really
0: hate cheese, yes. I love you know a what? drippy cheese. <laughs> at this point, yeah, the film's starting to lose me. But it gets better. It gets better.
1: Um so anyway, the wedding day has arrived. They're all at the Carmichael Mansion, or I guess plantation, which you know troubling history with that word Yeah,
0: same with the confederate
1: situation earlier plantation not so
0: great
1: um and so they're there and all of a sudden this little petite man who i thought was leslie jordan for a while but it's not um and he comes running down the aisle and he's basically like you know miss carmichael miss carmichael wait turns out this is her divorce attorney um And he's like, you guys aren't divorced. And she's like, what do you mean? He signed the papers. And he says, Mm -hmm. he did. You You didn't. didn't. And honey, you didn't. And so, you know, and she's like, I thought this was taken care of. Yeah. And she's like, so did I. And, you know, anyone, they're like, who has a pen? And who has a pen?
0: Miss Stella.
1: Miss Stella Perry has a pen. And she says, here you go. But she says, as she's handing it to Melanie, you know, these things happen for a reason. Mm -mm -mm. Which, okay. Um, And she goes and she's like literally trying to sign it. And she she can't sign it.
0: She just can't sign it.
1: Um, And one of my favorite lines earlier on is when they see these two together. um, Like at at the festival, these like, you know, old babies are standing there and like, why do they fight it? They're kind of like them coming together, um, <laughs> and basically that's what happened. Is basically they're falling back in love with each other. Yeah. Um, she can't sign it, and so she's like, "Andrew, I'm so sorry." And like he takes it really well. He's like, "Okay."
0: Yeah, he handles it really fucking well, us.
1: I think he's just so embarrassed. He's that really he just in shock. Wants to get out. Yeah. And then his mom. She doesn't handle it well. <laughs> she says that I'm not gonna have the prospects of my of the future president of the United States sidelined by some psycho Daisy May. <laughs> um, and then uh, Melanie's mom comes up and she's like she said her piece and that's it to it. And one of my favorite lines, um, the mayor says, oh, go back to your double wide and fry something. It's <laughs> what a read.
0: Yeah, honestly, like I love
1: that. Um, I know she's the baddie, but it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> Go back to your double water, fry something. Um, and then, basically, Melanie punches her out and says, No one talks to my mama like that.
0: At this point, the accent is the strongest thing
1: you'll ever hear. It's really strong. And then, cringe, race snooters like, the South will rise again, which...
0: <sighs> yeah. We
1: don't do that, ladies and gentlemen. We don't rise the south again. We don't rise the south. Um, and then basically she goes and finds Jake, who is trying to make more upside-down tree sculptures in the sand, <laughs> I don't know, with the lightning. It's his like it's his king. It's
0: his coping mechanism.
1: Um, and so she walks out, and he she's basically like, you know, we're still hitched. And he's like, Is that right? <laughs> Dee Dee, be quiet. Um, and I love so this. uh at this point they repeat the line, but it's reversed. So he says, What you wanna marry me for anyhow? And she says with this like shit grill on her face, so I can kiss you anytime I want. <laughs> um, and then half the after, they're they're like happy now. Yeah. Um
0: and sweet home Alabama plays again.
1: It does, for the second, third time in the movie. Jesus Christ. Um, I love this movie. It's so heartwarming to me. Yeah. You know what I love most about it? Mm-hmm. Not a troop of sex. Not a hint. Yeah. Not a whisper. Yeah, it's very chaste. Love that. Thank you. Um, um,
0: honestly, like not to be controversial, but I'm going to start a fight. I'm going to start a fight just to start a fight. I know you love Mr. Jake. I think Reese girl, Messy Bestie, made a mistake, and I think she should have stayed with Andrew.
1: Elaborate on
0: that. Um, okay, here are the facts. One, he is living a good life. I mean, I guess Jake is too, but is Jake taking her to Tiffany's? No. Two, his mom is in a position of power. She seems like a really nice girl. Maybe she could like make some good changes. Three, wasn't there at some point mention of a wedding in, like, Ireland?
1: Christmas in Ireland.
0: Okay, so that right there, hook, line, and sinker. I'll go with the family that goes to Ireland at Christmas.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, totally disagree.
0: I just, I'm not, I uh, I guess maybe I'm just projecting I can't live in a small town. I can't live in a southern bumpkin town. But that's
1: not the solution. That's not what happens
0: i don't care i just couldn't live her life like she
1: does they they moved to new york
0: yeah but still with the bumpkin uh this is a bumpkin free zone
1: okay i okay okay so let me first preface that preface this with with this okay um sorry you have me frazzled
0: I know you get upset about this, but I, I just think Patrick Dempsey.
1: I really gone. like Andrew Henning's. I think he's a very good guy, and I think he could have made Melanie happy.
0: Yeah. However, mm-hmm.
1: I don't think the raw like chemistry was there. The passion
0: mm-hmm. was not as
1: there. Their relationship relationship <laughs> seemed very vanilla.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and also. Um, I think it's because like grew up in the small town. There's something kind of hot about like a more rugged man, which is crazy. And I, I like, it. I think this is our personal taste coming out. I, it's not that I don't like clean cut people because I do, but at the same yeah, time, there's you something
0: love a really masculine man.
1: Though I love a good old boy, which that is not to say I will not date feminine people. I totally will. I am not a mask for mask person. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Um, yeah, whereas... but yes, there is a a raw attraction that I have to that. Um And also, I just think I hate New York City. You do hate New York City. So I would rather live in Georgia than New York.
0: Okay.
1: I like Georgia. I think it's a nice place. Okay,
0: but, like, we're talking about Alabama.
1: It was something Georgia.
0: Yeah, but, like.
1: So you get the aesthetics. We'll get time. to that. We'll get to that. Um, But, I mean, I can see how you would say that. I don't personally agree. And
0: honestly, it's shocking for me because in every love triangle ever, I always root for the one she ends up with. Like Edward Cullen, Peter Max and Shreve. I always root for the main guy because I'm like, obviously, he's so much better. And I get that that's like the message
1: of this one. But I don't care. I don't think I would disagree that he's better. He's not. I think he's better for her. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, and I just, I don't know, there's part of me, there's a, there's a deep masochistic part of me that misses a small town.
0: Okay, wow.
1: And honestly, if it wasn't politically unviable for me to live somewhere like that, I wouldn't mind it. So.
0: You know what, I think this is just going back to like. It's just personal taste. I was never raised in a small town, so like, the thought of it scares me, so I
1: could see that. Yeah, and like, I mean. There's lots to be said for it I think a lot of people in small towns have very backwards views and I would never be able to live in peace there so I won't ever live somewhere like that yeah um, but it's nice not to have to lock your doors and like to be out and like until 11 o'clock at night and like not be afraid of anything interesting um but anyway that's neither here nor there we have differing opinions folks ooh, ooh. yeah you
0: Spooky. do
1: um so with that do we have any closing remarks from Dee, Dee before we move on to our standard segments here hmm.
0: no i don't think so i think we covered it pretty well
1: yeah i think so i think it's a pretty good selection of our greatest hits from this movie
0: yeah i think half of my enjoyment of the film is you doing that accent
1: Whenever we watch it, acting. Um, acting. Anyway, so our first segment of the recurring segments what's gay about it? <clears throat> um, this is another one that it is overwhelmingly straight. Um, I will say Melanie has a lot of gay aspects to her, and I don't mean it in a lesbianic way. Um, mm-hmm. So, number one, running away to New York City. Every gay who grows up in a small town dreams of running to the city new york was never my personal thing i was always an la gay which is ironic since i did not end up there
0: yeah
1: um and then lying about your past to your friends very true um i don't lie i like to embezzle embezzle um (laughs) embellish um i like to embellish a bit like i say i'm from chicago and that's not true. <laughs> um, I'm from Chicago land and I grew all my family worked in Chicago, and my family's from Chicago. Um, but I grew up about an hour from downtown Chicago in, a, cl- in a culture that is very different.
0: Yeah, um,
1: that's true. Never getting over your ex, true. That's also straight. Um, the phrase is, she's pulling your dick, and now you are must steal Magnolia. Which are both by the black designer.
0: Okay, so it works.
1: Yeah, he is gay. (laughs) Looking down your hometown's touch citizens. We discussed this. There is a smugness that kind of comes from escaping your hometown. Mm -hmm. Um, We all fall victim. Outing your friends. Yeah. Oops. Um, Hard relationships with parents... (sighs) Melanie has a complex relationship um particularly with her mom her mom is living vicariously through her and even though she acts like oh you never call us she does not want Melanie to come back
0: yeah
1: and then pets his children bear we love bear never see him he's dead but we love him and that's like essentially a child um that's really it not, yeah. as, not as thorough of a list, I don't think, because it is a very straight film.
0: Yeah, but I think, like, the overarching themes of, like, escaping to New York and stuff, lying about your past, those are very strong contenders,
1: I'd say. They are, though I will say this is probably a film that both I, as a raging liberal, and someone who's a staunch conservative, could probably both enjoy.
0: Oh, yeah. It's yeah. fun. It's fun.
1: It's, it's apolitical and, dare I say it, a little bit all-American.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Ooh.
1: All right, um, Dee Dee, so it's let's, time.
0: Actually, let's get into the romance meter for this one. A
1: romance meter first. We're switching up the order, folks. Yeah. We keep it fresh for you here. Keep you on your toes.
0: Um, what would you say the romance meter
1: is? Oh, <laughs> zero to ten. Out of zero to ten, um, I'd call it a strong seven.
0: Yeah, I yeah. agree
1: with you. Like, it's not overwhelming. There are scenes that make me cry, but I went to the romantic yeah like the bear and scene it, it's a very sweet moment and it's a very pure moment to me it's not romantic but it's though. not romantic no though.
0: i would say i would agree with you and i think what's fun about it is that we get kind of both sides of the romance coin with the high life in new york city the big proposal and tiffany's and then on the other side we get the tender sweet small town moments So it's fun. I like it. I think it has a really good romance meter.
1: It is fun. And, you know, I like it. There's not really a villain. The closest you come is the mirror. And she's she's more of just like a a foil. Like, she's not a villain. And she's barely a character.
0: She's here to serve lines. And that's about it.
1: And Candace puts in a great performance.
0: Yeah. Alrighty. So let's get into our would you rathers. I have concocted a few that... I'm really hoping I'm gonna catch Ryan by surprise on some of these, but before we get into the heavy-handed stuff, would you rather travel by seaplane or limo? Seaplane. Okay, explain.
1: A planes are quicker. I hate riding in cars. I'm um, sure
0: you do get carsick in the back of a car. I never thought about that. Your limo driving experience must suck.
1: I do, and also. Not to alienate any rich folks out there. I think limos are so tacky and overdone. Like I, I just don't like them. Yeah. If I was rich and I had to have like a ground vehicle, it'd be like a Lincoln Town Car. Like I don't like okay. limos. Okay, that's fair. Um, and also, seaplanes much more versatile. You can go more places.
0: Yeah, but you have to land on the water.
1: Not necessarily. They also have wheels.
0: Oh, okay. But then you have to land somewhere that can airport? take a plane. Yeah.
1: My hometown has an airport. You can okay. find them. I don't know. I like the... The limo. You're a city girl, though.
0: I am a city girl. I'd rather have the limo. I think the seaplane is fun, but...
1: And also, I just think pilots are so sexy.
0: That's another thing about Ryan. He does love a pilot. All right. Next one. I'm doing this one just to get a rise out of Ryan. Would you rather live in New York City or small town Alabama?
1: We've already discussed. I think I'd rather do small town Alabama. Folks, listen. Here's the thing. I know a lot of people love New York City. Keep in mind, I grew up in what for many centuries, many centuries, America's not that old, history lesson, okay? <laughs> for many decades was the rival of New York. So Chicagoans don't tend to love New York. Um, oh, yeah. And also, um, I have anxiety, and like <laughs> big cities like that really trigger me. Yeah. St. Petersburg, Florida. Honey, I mean, it's too congested for me. It makes me overwhelmed and overstimulated, and I get scared. That's
0: true. That's true. I mean, obviously, we talked about this earlier. I'd rather live in New York City. I, I like New York City. I have fun when I visit. I actually never want to live there, because I agree with you. I do get overstimulated by really big cities like that. Um, I'm definitely more of a mid-sized city girl.
1: I'm a suburbanite.
0: Yeah. But... um There's no way in hell I would ever live in a small town. I just can't do it.
1: I don't think I could do it. This is definitely the lesser of two evils.
0: Yeah. For sure. All right. For our third, would you rather... (laughs) I am literally doing this just to make Ryan's brain fry. Oh, God. Would you rather spend a day... And this is not, like solely specific to this movie i'm calling back to a previous episode (gasps) would you rather spend a day with reese witherspoon or laura dern
1: oh god but they're like really good friends like we could easily make it a double date okay well that's
0: not happening one of them is going to be out of the country that day filming something so you only pick one
1: laura i love you but it would have to be Reese. Wow,
0: okay, wow, I'm shocked. That's not what I thought was going to happen.
1: I think she's just the sweetest, and I think I would be too intimidated by Laura Dern. That's like true. I feel like she's like on a different level of existence, where like, I feel like Reese's Reese so is more person- approachable. Yeah, she's
0: so personable.
1: Yeah. Um, wow, I'm shocked. I have one final question. We discussed who they should go with. Well, who? I didn't do my answer. Oh, I'm sorry, I apologize. I did not realize. Please go.
0: Um, I would do the same, Maurice Witherspoon, because she's really sweet. Um, I think, I think we would have fun. I think she has really fun taste in a lot of things.
1: Also, I love her house.
0: Yes. Okay, that's another thing. I would want to hang out in her house.
1: It's a beautiful house.
0: And I would want her to show me the Legally Blonde merchandise, not merchandise, um, props. Yum. And then, um... Unfortunately, the one thing I think she has really shitty taste in is books. So I would try to
1: convince her to put some good books on her book club list. Fair enough. Um, So one final thing to take us out. If you were able to date any of these people, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: who? Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. Here's something crazy. I think you're going to be shocked by this. Okay. And it's not just because he's gay. Bobby Ray.
0: I could see you with Bobby Ray.
1: I really like Bobby Ray. Yeah,
0: he's the small town sweetness,
1: but like he's, refinement to it yeah. as well. Yeah, and also, I don't know. I like it like a little nerdy guy.
0: Yeah, he's and he's kind a, of a nerdy guy. He's a little dweeb. It's cute though.
1: Yeah, so Bobby I could Ray. See that. mm-hmm, That's precious. Her. Well, Dee Dee, where can they find us? I'm just like wondering.
0: Um, you know what? I think you could probably find us on Instagram. Our handle is. I like it okay. Pod, and both of our personal Instagram accounts are linked in that bio. If you ever want to check it out, and then you can also find me on TikTok. I primarily post book content, um, so my handle is that book babe.
1: All right, well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you enjoyed our foray into one of the greatest romances of our time.
0: Will you do the line one more time for me, please?
1: Which will marry me for, anyhow?
0: So I can kiss you anytime I want.
1: And this has been I Like It, okay? Thank you. Bye.